afternoon it's end of February I'm going to uh, be doing a video today I'm actually based in my own vehicle uh, it's a nice warm day it's approximately three degrees Celsius outside which is about 36 37 down there uh, in the States or you know potentially overseas wherever you're looking at Fahrenheit uh, it's about 70 degrees different from the last time I did an in-car video, so I'm quite warm now today. So today I'm going to be doing a section I would like to do in the future as well called Ask a, sorry, <clears throat> Ask a Geezer. And the whole idea with this is I'm going to be asking people, uh, myself, uh, some seniors from one of the centers, that kind of thing, just a, a bunch of questions that I think would be kind of neat about um, to illustrate the changes that have been happening in, in society and, and life. Uh, and also just to have some fun with it too. But I have currently about seven questions or so. I got a few from the uh, Broadcast Yourself Facebook group that uh, we started everything off in. So I'm just going to start off here. So the very first one... I'm going to go with is what do you find you miss the most from when you were young now that you're older and probably the thing I'd go with is life is a lot faster now than when I was a kid I had time to walk around and I had time to uh, basically putts and play and walk in the forest and uh, basically hours and hours and hours a day to work on things and I've discovered now that I'm older one of the things that is a big difference is that there's a whole lot less time that seems to be available and this is something I've actually thought about in a few ways being yeah you're an adult so obviously you have more responsibilities and more things happen and things are more built up and time is compressed because of the fact that you're doing so much more stuff but I even had a crazy thought of the idea of if you go and drop a planet as an example or let's say the entire solar system you drop it inside a supermassive big black hole literally what would happen is as the solar system started to drop down into the event horizon what would happen is time itself would start to speed up. And I thought that would be kind of an interesting thing to throw your way just right now. But literally you could have the entire history, as it were, of the solar system happen in a matter of 
an outside observance would be minutes. And for everybody inside the field, it would actually feel like uh, the 13 billion years or whatever you have actually would have elapsed. So anyway, that was just an idea. You know, if you can't see what's happening from an outside perspective, everything that's happened in the universe could actually just be happening all at the same time. You know, like Doctor Who. Okay, so the second question I'm going to go with is a question from Mylene. And she asked, um, Hi Darren, since my passion is about marriage, ask the geezers the following. Had they been married? How long? What do they feel led to the success or failure of their of their marriage longevity? So I'm going to go, first of all, with have I been married? Um, not officially. Uh, I've lived common law a few times. It has not been from a lack of desire. I've actually wanted to get married uh, since I was about 25 or so. Um, the partners I've had, uh, the first lady was not um, wishing to do so because of the fact that she had been married in the past and it had been a very bad experience for her. So as a result, she didn't want to be married again. Um, and the second person has had potentially the desire in fairly recent time, but is not legally capable of doing so because of other reasons. So, uh, but yeah, my first relationship, it was seven plus years. And the second one it was coming up to about 20 something odd years. What do we lead to the success or failure of the marriage longevity? Um, probably to say it for the failure of the first one, it would be the fact that it was lack of trust um, and shackles. Let's put it that way. There was a lot of things that were being asked that were not reasonable um, that led to a lack of trust and infidelity actually on, on her part and that was not something that, that was a very good thing um, and that basically was where things started to spiral out of control and fall apart uh, the second one what has been the success for that relationship has come down to uh, both people being intelligent and liking the intelligence in the other and being able to somewhat communicate. Um, so lots of interesting conversations. It's not so much of a physical thing, at least not, a, you know, not as such, but being able to talk and and carry on conversations and not never have it be a boring conversation, which is kind of a good one. Um, so going on to the next question, hardest thing about growing old. Um, I will honestly say that I think the hardest thing 
about growing old for the most part is probably the sense of loss. Uh, going along and having people left behind in your life, losing contact with people, um, die, people dying as an example. And for me, actually, one of the big ones has been pets as well. August of the previous year, I went and uh, had a, a dog who, she wasn't really much of a dog. She was more of a, uh, a people in a fursuit. Um, probably my best friend in the last 15 years um, who basically was very much wanting to spend time with me and to talk with me and to make me feel good and sometimes to go and ring me out a little bit when I, she felt I needed it. Uh, she passed of natural causes. She was about 13 and a half years old. And one of the last things that happened with her uh, she had been having some problems, bathroom problems, of course, because, you know, she was having having some issues. And she was outside on the deck, and I was around the other side of uh, the property. Came back around, and as I came up to her, she recognized that it was me and that she was very happy to see me because uh, I think she knew that she was going to pass so she was happy that she'd be able to spend a little bit of time with me before that happened. And I was talking to her and basically consoling her and saying, yeah, don't worry, buddy. You know, I understand that, you know, you had an accident and you were under the table and it's okay. And let's pick you up and get you all cleaned off. And as I picked her up, one of the things that happened with her was she started to waffle. It's basically the best term for it and it's it's kind of a not a, a woof as a bark a full of bark but it's more just the sort of noise that if you've ever had a pet where they've been doing stuff in their sleep that kind of a noise that kind of woofle sort of noise and she started to run and as I was holding her she literally kind of had like sort of a crap cannon that I didn't quite understand and then I realized that that's the point where she had actually passed. Um, she was so happy that I was there holding her at the time that she passed. You know, I was one of her favorite people that she was held and she knew that she was loved and she was joyous in that moment. She had everything that she needed here to be happy to go there and as she passed you know obviously bowels released because that's one of the things that happens so within about a second or so of it happening maybe two seconds because it was, it was kind of the astonishment factor I realized that it was what had happened so I put her down because we were outside on the grass so she had the opportunity to basically be in the grass as she passed and uh she generally she just had stopped breathing at that point and I was checking on her and she was being pet as she had passed along and being held and she went in that fashion it's probably one of the best ways to do it and I realized that she waited for me 
to go. She literally waited until I was there for her to be held and to be told that it was okay, that it was all right, that she was loved. And that's when she passed. And that was probably one of the biggest gifts that I've ever gotten from anyone is that whole sense of love. It was, she was very unconditional when it came to her love. And that was one of the things that I enjoyed the most with her was the relationship I had with her because of the fact that it didn't really matter what had happened during my day um, or what I was doing even sometimes. She would come over and she would just want to spend time with me. And, you know, if I was sitting at a chair and at the table, she would, we had a mat for her underneath the table and she'd go under there and she'd just lie down and she'd go to sleep because that way she would be close to me. And it was funny because initially she was the family dog. And then at, th at one point she basically decided because we had other dogs, she could focus her time specifically on somebody. And I guess she chose me because she suddenly stopped being the family dog so much as being my dog. And I couldn't understand that initially. But as time went on, I had to realize that part of it was acceptance, realizing that she loved me and wanted to be with me. And in any big relationship, I think that's one of the big ones right there. So in a way, you could kind of say she was my third marriage, but, uh, you know, there is uh, obviously nothing funky going on there. But uh, it was definitely a relationship, a very strong one for me. And she's probably one of the the people that taught has taught me the most about actually love out of anyone that I've ever met. So... I think that should be a good start. We're coming up to about 14 minutes on this video. So, anyways, wanted to let you know this was the third podcast. This was Ask a Geezer. I hope that you found this interesting. Um, I will do a last 15 second question. Uh, what if I had to choose when I got old, which would I rather get rid of the hair on my head or the hair in my ears? Um, I would go with the hair in my ears. I don't want it there, like most guys. And uh, nostril hair is another one. It seems to get bigger and longer as you get older. So, yeah, it's going to get rid of that too. Anyways, hope this is an enjoyable video for you. And uh, it's not so much on the core topic today of uh, future look towards the future through technology as such other than the fact that I'm currently sitting in a parking lot doing this video I'm recording it on a phone reading the questions off of an iPad and uh, broadcasting this through a mobile hotspot so that's the technology how it going I almost forgot I almost forgot uh, episode 4 coming up next week um Will, should be an interview. I'm just currently waiting to see who I can get a hold of. Uh, potentially one of the people will be a, another YouTuber. Uh, I just got to confirm the details. But uh, I'm going to be uh, talking to him about the um, talking to him about the technology and stuff that he runs into, into on a regular basis uh, because of being an antique dealer. 
I think it'd be an interesting perspective to have him go and look at uh, how technology has changed as it goes through his shop. Okay.